Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hi, it's Barbara Nice here, Barbara's in Strides at Nice in the Biscuit, with series three of my lovely podcast, which is Numero Dos, in which I have a nice chat with nice people, pals, Barbara Nice and pals. And today I've got the lovely Steve Shanyaski with me. Hiya, Steve, and hey, how are you, love? Barbara. I'm all right, how are you? All right, cock. Now, a lot of people are thinking, well, where does she... I usually just meet somebody on a bus and bring them in. But actually, <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with you, haven't I? Because we've both been jigging on the comedy circuit. Yeah, we've... We've done the frog and bucket a lot. We have that. done that, love. You'd be able to tell people where that is because we're kind of a West Midlands kind of a place. Okay, here, yeah. so what, have we gig round here together? I mean, I'm in the Glee Club all weekend. Well, that's, that's that's West Midlands. That's a big one. But the frog and bucket's in Manchester, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a good one. It's a very tall stage, though. Hi, six six foot. Is it five or six foot? It's up? a daft stage, that is, with a very, very little, that very small walkway, isn't it? Well, to it's, me, a it's, like steep, a st- it's a very steep staircase. It's awful. It's, it's, what, it's what would uh, a state agent say, um, a challenging staircase. <laughs> <laughs> it is challenging. And the stage is too high. It reminds me of a stripper's stage. Okay. Uh, stripper's stage. They used to have that big pillar, the metal pillar at the side as well, which was very much like a... A pole, and it was strong enough for some northern ladies as well. I'm afraid you're a huge double galvanized steel. I she's probably wrought iron. On a Saturday night. Wrought iron pole dancing. So we have done a lot of jig. Now, when we're in there, we're having a cup of tea before we come on. Come on, you know, we opened his door, the shed. Hey, before we go any further, we've had to do blinking signing in. Health and safety's gone mad. Why have we got a sign in in your shed? In case there's a fire, Barbara. Oh, I don't know. It's gone pigging daft. It's all wood here. All wood. Oh, yeah, that's true. What type? I did put two o'clock, but I think I was there two minutes before. Yeah, so. all right, then we'll have to be careful about that because he's, he's very <laughs> pernickety. I'll charge you for the two minutes. <laughs> I will be doing it. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, have, we was having a talk and stuff and said, now listen, Stephen, I think the last time I saw you was in Blackpool. You was with your nice wife. I'm sure we... I'm, That's right. Was it, the, I'm, a, I'm a making this up. Don't see, man, I'm sure. I'm sure we, no, I'm sure. It was in a daft, it was in a funny, very, very funny jig in an hotel. Yeah. Was it a long room, very carpeted? Yeah. Am I right or wrong? I'm trying to I'm trying to think which was because I mean we've only done we've done some strange gigs together. We have. Where we've else? done the frog, which is about the most normal one, and then on top of that, I think the very have we done something Preston? Yeah, I think Probably, so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all the kind of isn't it? The kind of yeah, I think but so. They always end up being function rooms in hotels, that's don't they? Right. It's like yeah, you think, right, oh, we have the glamour of doing such and such a hotel, and it's literally a meeting room. And they decide how many tickets do you think you're going to sell, kid? And it's like two hundred. Oh, big! You can have the big meeting room that's for that right. one then. And the, the you big end up fan. being in the small meeting room. <laughs> yeah. But it's very nice to see. And we was having a chat, and he was saying that um, I've just been swimming for Smith Mosley Road. And your wife's doing, what's she doing? She's took on a triathlon. She's given herself about a month to train. So that's swimming, and then you jump on a bike, and then you run at the end. So it's all those three disciplines, right. and it's something I always wanted to do, so I'm incredibly jealous. But I'm 42, right? It looks very I, well, by the way. Thank you very much, but I get the knees problem, you I get Achilles t- pain, so I go at the gym. So I've, got, I've had to stop running. And when I, was a, when I was younger, you know, I was running marathons, and I always wanted to do triathlon. So I'm very jealous because i absolutely can't do it myself 
But by default, because she's she's she doesn't want to go into swimming baths on her own, so I've had to start swimming with her. I know. Why doesn't she want to go to swimming baths? On I her don't own? know. I think she thinks they're all, you know they're a bit mucky and old school. And, and what you're going in cleaning first, are you? <laughs> why? Are you, what's is your job in this? <laughs> Take a bottle in, of sif with me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here you go, you? love. It's ready. <laughs> <laughs> sit, sit yourself down there, pal. <laughs> Lad. What's your job, love, in this setup? Well, it's. I think I go in as a sort of brave initial soldier that checks everything. I don't and know if why. you've not dropped down dead, she'll go in. Are you like, you know, like they used to have a, a test, a taste of the king's wine That's just to see it being poisoned? Is that like you are? It's kind of like that, but I have to just. Go. Just be be with it because the communal the communal um, changing rooms now. Wow. I think that's not part. Rounds, well, it, this is the thing, but we've had two done up, one in Chadderton, one in Royton. And where, where both, is this? Outside this Oldham? Is, this is not, yeah, so this is North Manchester. And they're both yeah. beautiful swimming pools. They're right. absolutely immaculate. I love swimming them. We've got a proper deep end as well, which seems rare because they're all about, they always seem about a metre yeah, deep all the way. Yeah, a proper deep end. A proper end. deep end, yeah. which catches you out first time because you get to the end, you think, oh, I'll have a breather. <laughs> What? <laughs> like you're diving through ice. Like, Dicing with death like the old days. It's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> so the communal changing room thing um, is bizarre. It's like, it does feel like, because I, I went on a French exchange once and that, that was the first time I ever experienced communal changing rooms. Oh. So it, always reminds, it feels very European. Right. Well, I mean, Brexit's happening. That's true. And we, we've gone communal changing rooms, but... <laughs> Well, you we'll better tell going... that whatever it is outside older, <laughs> this wasted the money with Brexit. Here. Exactly. So, so it's what's that, it it's like that. when you're in them? We just get very good at changing behind a towel. Is yeah. that what happens? Oh, you mean like at the it, beach? Yeah, is that what happens in the community? No, room? you get your cubicle. Oh, I see. So you're Some... not... Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not. No, it's not wind. It's not windbreakers in the corner covering covering Nana up. I'm you, Get yourself in the corner, Nana. We'll set a windbreak up. I'm not doing any of that. I honestly no, it's a cubicle and a door. Together. And no, it's it's you're concealed from view. Well, what's she moaning about? I just think it's the 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 thought of her being um, a sort of wooden door away from grufty a grufty man, big grufty man. <laughs> You know, with the, his toes are there. You can, it's that blue toe from Papa. If you lean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you lean, you can see a hairy toe. Is it a woman? Is it a man? We don't know. We're in all them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're going. And in a way, because... So it's been lovely, though. Yeah, I know, because you look fit and healthy, and I'm sorry about your knees, but you do look <laughs> in good nick. So what's your top tips? Because you say you can't go running anymore. It's doing amazing. But I you think, look good. He's, he's got shorts on. He's got nice, defined calves. I think it must be genetics. My yeah. my, uh, my granddad was a World War Two soldier guy. He lived till 90-odd. Polish fella. Oh, you know, they could eat. They eat, You know how they used to eat and drink in them days? They didn't have a clue, did they? They were just eating rubbish and they seen, and smoked and lived till 93. I know. Do you think we're doing something wrong? I think, I think we're doing something. They've got us for mugs, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Should just be messing around like your grand was it your granddad or your that dad? That was my gra- granddad on my dad's side, and my dad was a um, professional golfer, so he's like a fairly fit fella. Right. And even now he's retired, he's got to go fishing all the time. He's got to get out there. He can't be in the house. I mean, it says a lot for my mum's personality, <laughs> doesn't it? Really? <laughs> I tell you, it says a lot for you. Mum, I know you're listening somewhere. Yeah. If you somewhere. are, I'm telling you, he's lovely, your Stephen. <laughs> I bet he's always been a nice, friendly kid. Were you oh, happy at school, Steve? No, but I'll tell you this on an aside. Um, on my mum's side, right. um, 
my granddad on, on mum's side was um, a speedway racer. Now, he died when he was about 42. I think mum said I was older than... She said about a, less than a year ago, oh, you're, you're actually older than your granddad no. when he died. But he was like... He was a wild character, a speedway racer down in Oxford and stuff. Oh. Obviously, I never got to meet him. He was he was passed away before I was born. Now Paul loves Paul. <laughs> now he's being interesting. Now Paul loves fast cars, don't you love? I used to do speedways to commentate on speedways. So really? I know all about speedways. Which, yeah. which venue? Uh, at Cradley Heaven, so up in uh, Cradley. Wait, do what? some commentating now. Okay. Let's see what it sounds There's like. Tapes up, away they go. Let's get and crash into the first corner. That's first turn benching. Uh, yeah, you do the noises in the background. <laughs> so loud. But and got, the smells are amazing. Right. They've added silences yeah. these days because you know they're near housing estates, so it's like. Yeah, oh, it do you know, health and safety gone mad again yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, La- so a, loud, a quiet speedway and they crash silent speedway they crash into like a bouncy castle they've got air fences around the track so your granddad would love it in this era well I think he'd allegedly broken nearly every bone in his body yeah they do how did he die love don't say in speedway <laughs> leave it now Paul because I can see Paul's excited now I don't know I don't I think I think um, I think his organs gave up oh, sorry. In, some, in some context I don't know I'm right. not sure no one ever said not really no but um but yeah, again, like an outdoorsy kind of guy. So I guess probably from you his are, side. You do look like you could love survive. Love the outdoors. It's my yeah. birthday on Tuesday. Now, I know you're going to say happy birthday oh, yeah. and all that. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. No, Paul won't. Paul won't. I will. Happy birthday. So what are um, you doing on your birthday, love? The, the, she said, well, it seems like, what, what do you want to do? And I'm like, mm-hmm. do what we always do. We either, we either hire a kayak or we go <laughs> cycling all afternoon somewhere. So anyway, I found this place... Um, called the Monzel Trail on, in the Peak District. Right. And the weather's going to be absolutely glorious. But this is on Tuesday, Aww. so all the idiots won't be there. It'll be nice and quiet. And we're renting a bike, a place called Blackwell, and then we cycle over to Bakewell and then back again. And in between there, there'll be lunches and views and stuff. And we Aww. always just, just, we just love doing stuff like that. So <laughs> at the moment, you know, we're outdoorsy, but fast forward 20 years, who I knows? I think you'll always... Listen, I think... It's, if Seema's listening, he's lovely. At least he'll take you out. Can't take Tell her she's lucky because she, she makes out she isn't. Oh, right, does she? Seema, <laughs> listen, I've got I've got a very miserable husband who doesn't take me out of nowhere. The last time we left the house together was when the chip pan caught fire to the kitchen curtains. <laughs> Honestly, cherish him, cherish him, love. And listen, he said that word, Batewell. It reminded me of something he said to me just by the kitchen sink, Paul's sink before we come in the shed. He is baking bread, Seema. And I know you don't like it. Why doesn't she like it? I think it's the mess. And also, I don't know what it is. I think it's because part of my, part, I love doing it. I got, yeah. So what happened was, we went to San Francisco earlier in the year. Right. We wanted to have a, have a, we wanted to have a holiday of a lifetime sort of thing. So we went to Washington, D.C. a few nights, then Vegas for a couple of nights. And then San Francisco for a few nights. Now, in San Francisco, they have this legendary sourdough bread. And you can smell it. And it's a, it's, it's in a French bakery called Boudin Bakery. Right. And it's very, it's very famous. Well, what they do is they make these big boule-shaped um, loaves, cut the top off, clear the inside out, and then fill it full of cham clouder. And you have it like a bowl. It's <laughs> the most beautiful, amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. We never ate any. Wow. Well, no, we had one. We had one little bit, but I became obsessed with it. So when I came back, I started thinking, "How am I going to make it? I want to make. I want to make sourdough." So I started making it about two months ago, three months ago, and 
through a lot of trial and error, I feel like I've nailed it and it's just become my new obsession. I right. don't fish it's anymore. Oh, I right. barely make any music anymore. I'm just... <laughs> right, well, let's talk about the music making in a minute. But isn't it lively? But then you've gone now to so, the sourdough, but why doesn't she seem to like it? Because it does it stink. No, it's no, it's bread. It's beautiful. It smells... But why you know, is it called sourdough? I oh, don't like the sound to, of it. It's to do with the... You make your own starter, your own yeast, basically. Right. And... As it ferments, it kicks out vinegar, acetic acid. It's a, it's not horrible, no, but that's what the that's what the sourdough refers to. It don't you don't you don't taste it in the bread at all. But that's what it refers to. So whenever whenever you see a thing called sourdough, it doesn't taste sour, it doesn't smell sour. Oh, right. It just refers to that starter that's used. So it's a hundred percent organic. You make it yourself. You get yeast and water, and that's it. The third ingredient that I use when I'm baking is salt. And, it's and those three things, and that is it. What are you doing with all this stuff when you because I, you know what I mean? Have you have you got a glut of sourdough? That's it, what I'm asking you. I've got I've got loads of the starter made. Right, some right. lives in the shed. Right. Still. Some lives in the fridge. Right. The fly <laughs> the flies are buzzing round. Oh, <laughs> They're all around. But um, I've had to start making it on the on the snide, as we would say in, in the northwest. Why, why are you doing it? Because on the snide? Seema was like, no more bread. Stop making bread. Yeah. Um. After after your birthday, we're gonna to have to cut the bread down and all this stuff. So, so, so it's so on the Monday right. we're gonna because the weather's so nice we're gonna chill out in the garden. So I came in from a gig on Tuesday night and I thought there's no bread made and I'm gonna be at home and I won't start panicking. Love, if there's no well, bread I, made. I started making bread at half one in the morning. Right, okay, I'm with Seema on, on this Tuesday. now. Look, would would you say it's become an obsession with you? Not really. I do love it, and it's the only thing I seem to put out on um, my social media now. <laughs> That's it. I've got. I've, I've gone off social media. Why love? Why? Why love? I feel like there's so much opinion and misery and fake yeah. news, and you can spot it a mile off, and you, and you just seem to it winds you up. Yeah. And love. I feel like why yeah. do I want to go on something that winds me up so much? And I, I know it, it. It makes me seem older than I am. Because he's lovely I'll looking, you, I'm tell telling you. you. I'll, Go tell you on. I'll tell you this, right? I was walking down the street uh, yesterday, and there was a there was a point. There was about ten or twelve people around me, and they were all just staring at the phone. And I, I felt know, like I was in a sci-fi no. or something. No, it's this not is. Good. I'm not making this up. I know you're not, love. There were no one was aware of anything that was happening around I them. Know. They were just staring in the phone, and I thought, I just, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I want to try and. Can I ask you something? I want to be the one person who's looking up. Me and you looking at each other. Then yeah. you saying to me, do you want some bread? What about these robotic things, Siri and... What's that girl called who lives with people? Alexa. What she's there. You, what What do you think of all these lot? She's here. <laughs> you, you say it on a podcast and people listening, then it will wake Well, up. I'm telling you, I don't care. Listen, <laughs> Alexa, love, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm not interested in you, love. Oh, like, no. I'm not. What do you think, Steve? I don't want this robotic thing going on, do you? She helps me when I need to set a right. timer for 25 minutes on in the, the bread. kitchen for the bread. <laughs> that is her sole purpose at the moment. I'll say Lexa instead of giving her initial, um, the first. I know, I know it's that going mad. What's um, it going on now? I'm just having it in the shed. Uh, it, needs, it needs to be all three syllables. I'm going to say it again. Alexa, 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 <laughs> and I don't <laughs> care. Don't, don't say okay. okay don't say it three times. <laughs> She'll appear. <laughs> I wish she would appear. So her, sole, so her sole purpose at the moment is to play music that I don't want to listen to for some reason. She's, I'll play some music. She puts on like mad jungle R&B stuff. I have no right. idea what's going on. 
or a timer for the food, whatever I'm cooking. I love cooking. There, I'm telling you, I absolutely love cooking. So bread's just an aside for it all, really. I'd like to see you have your own cooking show. I, Could, couldn't you do it? Like, couldn't you do it just online to start off with? I'm, well, I'm... <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm telling I'm, you. I'm preparing a video, because everyone on my Facebook's been asking me, how, how do you make your bread, what's yeah. going on, and all that. So I've been preparing a video to show them this is how I do it. After all the trial and error, do this and you will absolutely nail it. Whether they want to watch it or whatever. You, you know, do you know listen, what? Like, listen, that listen, was making me listen, laugh because listen. you'll have to stop this before after your birthday. Well, I made, there's another thing, right? I made one. You'll have to get cooking. I made one before I came to do the Glee Club weekend right. so that in my mind, Seema can put some candles in it and give it to me. Oh. <laughs> oh, my own no. cake with a bit of butter on the top. You're a lovely, happy lad. Oh. Tell me about the music making. Well, I studied sound engineering. All I ever wanted to be in my entire life was uh, a dance music producer. That was my it's entire... not too late for that, either. No, I'm still making it all. You know, I'm still doing it. I'm still putting out at the moment. It's it's like acid techno stuff, so it's not really, it's not really picking up. Um, but I learn. Every time I do, I make it and I learn. And that was all I wanted to do. And I left um, sound engineering college and all my qualifications. And I even studied Japanese for a year because I thought I might go to Japan and all this. Don't ask me to quote any. I could say a hello and count Just to three. Just say hello and about. count to three. Konnichiwa. Watashi wa astishanyasuki. Oh, genki desu means are you okay? And ichi ni ban sango rokko. What did we get to there? Five, six? Very nice. Numbers. Oh, you know more than me. Nice. I did jujitsu, that's all I know. <laughs> jujitsu? Yeah. <laughs> I like Rocco. What number's Rocco? Five, isn't it? Itch, ni, sashi, go. Rocco, six. Uh, yeah, something like that. That's out of all go, the numbers. Go is five. Well, go goes is five. Are good. Goes good and Rocco's smashing. So you did all this sound engineering for dance and stuff. Yeah, and then because at the time, now it's all just in one computer and you could, you can have it all condensed. But at the time you had to spend mm. thousands of pounds. Mm. So I got a job. I was working at PC World and then went and became a uh, like a stock forecaster for uh, like, we were working with Macro and people like, you know, like not Costco, but there's another one, Macro. And yeah, all yeah, no And just, just working with co- um, uh, stock and stuff like that. And just found myself just at the end of every week, just drinking from Thursday through to Sunday and having party time and stuff. And it became the most unf- unfulfilling moment in my entire life. Oh, Steve. I know, but wait, there's a point Go to on, this. I know, because you look <laughs> smashing now. Don't get worried about Steve. Right. And it's was, come through. I was 25, 26, and... I got to that point and we went to Glastonbury. Right. I'd never been before. Mm. Bearing in mind, I'd probably not made a, any music for about three or four years. I'd just, just, just give up. Just working at Costco, yeah. macro. Yeah, just doing all the forecasting. Just I don't know what the... What, there was no point to it, any no, of it. No. And I thought, this is just going to continue. We were sat there and it was one of the rare Glastonbury's that was sunny all yes. weekend. <laughs> it was beautiful. You were laying the fields in, you know, it's in Somerset area, isn't it, down that yeah, way? Yeah, when it's raining, it's oh, awful. It so anyway, it was nice weather for you. Gorgeous. Yeah, and on. I was looking at these guys on stage and just having the time of my life thinking, that's it. I want to get back on yeah. track. And uh, But the thing was in my mind, I was putting, putting off for years, but I thought, but I want to do that, but I want to do stand up is, is what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I want to get back on that stage, but I want to. I want to be speaking. I want to be trying to making people laugh. And you put it all down to that Glastonbury experience. Exactly that. That moment was. Did you see any comedians that year at Glastonbury? No, not whatsoever. Why? <laughs> what? So it just came in your mind and said, <clears throat> "Because Steve, I've been putting it stand up." Yeah, well, I've been putting it in the back of my mind for about 
a year because petrified of going on stage. Right. I got stage fright, something terrible. So I just never did it. And I was there and I thought, do you know what? The only way to overcome this stage fright and actually do it would be just to quit your job. No, save up some money, quit your job. And I forced myself to go on stage at the Frog and Bucket, like we said at the start of the yeah, show, brilliant. every week, every Monday, I'd be there dying terrible deaths and not really you know just me you learn from that though don't you every you, sh- you learn from every second you're on stage yeah, and right. um over over time I found, I eventually got more confident started doing a little bit better in competitions and stuff like that mm. and long story short i'm here now but it all stems back to that that trip to glastonbury but the weird thing is now i want to get back into making music as well so we definitely don't want to get back into mackerel <laughs> Although it sounds exciting. Yeah, well, it's macro. It's got a good name. If you want me to, to forecast it. anything for you? What you kind know? of things could you forecast? Like uh, how many gattos you're going to sell? Seasonal. See, yeah, you know. When, no, yeah. it was it was um, little. Uh, it was like electronic products and stuff. And seasonal. Oh. You'd go. Well, we need a one. Well, we'd order like a quarter of a million pounds of a stock from BT for oh, bells right. they were installing into houses and factories and stuff. It's just oh. all that, and you just had to try and guess. Just had to try and guess. Or make a calculated guess. We'd make algorithms, uh, macros, and spreadsheets, and all this stuff. And eventually, you know, it's fascinating but as it sounds. But you gave your job up, which is very—it's a very courageous thing to do, though. Is because there are lots of people thinking, "Well, you know, I'm doing a job I don't particularly like. Yeah. You just live for the weekend. You go out and get drunk and all that. You go dancing, which sounds lovely. Let's go." But the back of the mind, the people are going, "Oh, it's not really what I want to do." So you. You did do that. You give up a well-paid, o- regular job. Yeah, right? yeah. It was, it was the only way I would ever get on stage. I knew it. It was the only way because that was, that was my safety net. At the weekend, I could, you know, I could just go and have a drink and a bit of a laugh and then in the week I'd work and there was never any issues with paying your bills and stuff like that. Mm. But for that reason, I was never so motivated to get on stage and expose myself in that context. You know, like people get so frightened about doing speeches at weddings and stuff like that. Mm. That is the most terrifying thing to them. But over time, like, you know, on, on stage, you, you get over it. And it becomes more natural. There is always that initial thing, that first 30 seconds when you go on stage. Now I always find is, what's going on? Is it going to click? Am I going to get in the groove? But the the energy and everything about it, the, the adrenaline is just so fierce. You just, you, you sell that act. Like, you're the same as me, very physical Yes. Very, you know, you're firing on all cylinders and you have to nail everything that you're saying. You sell it to the highest um, degree possible. Do you think it's changed over the... How long have you been actually doing it now, though? So 2003, so 16 right, years, okay. is it now? So do you think it's changed much? Oh, well, you used to smoke, didn't it? <laughs> do you remember? I used to smoke and yeah. give up six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I used to, I, I used I used to leave to venues smoke. and pour optics in my eyes because I couldn't see. I was well, that, it was I that. know. It was quite amazing, wasn't it? Go what? through a shirt every gig. Yeah. Oh, and you're supposed to, yes, I, yes, I wear a clean shirt every gig. <laughs> let's just let's just put that illusion to bed. Yeah, yeah. But you know how bad it was. Everything stunk. And... It did stink. <laughs> I, and people used to drink on stage. I don't know. I quite like them rougher days, but that's me, really. I, I like things a bit rough. Yeah. Do you? Uh, a bit tactile, a bit down there. I like them gigs where you go in and you think, well, I have no idea how this is going to work out. <laughs> Are they going to hate me? Are they going to like it? And usually, and then I text my wife and she's like, behave, Steve, everything will be fine. Oh. And it usually is, but you need that jeopardy. You do need a bit As of an jeopardy. Act, I've, you've seen it. 
when an act becomes complacent, that's when it's, uh-oh, the tight, you know, he's dead behind the eyes is the expression we use a lot as between each other as acts. But um, as soon as you get that point, as soon as you lose that jeopardy, I think you're in danger of becoming very sterile and stuff. Yeah, but we need yeah. that fire, that fr- that fear. You need that fear. So you've got all these different interests. I think it's so fantastic. Could they come together? So the cooking, and musical the dancing, cooking. the music, the stand-up. <laughs> I don't see why not. Ainsley Harriet did two of them, dancing and cooking. Did he? <laughs> I mean, was he not Harriet. funny as well, occasionally? So now and then you yeah, laughed. So you laughed a bit now and then. Yeah, so he's, he's already gone there. <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun, love. You just make it your own. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So you, do you think you're doing this programme on the... On the on the YouTube thing, I, yeah, it's a little little thing in the back of my mind. I think I've tried everything else. I've tried animation. I've tried music. Animation. There's no end to this. Last <laughs> I'll tell you skill. what, if you want, there's an animation on my YouTube channel, right? And it's called Plinky Plonk, and it's set in. It's set. I went down to um, Bury Market. You know yeah, the world know famous Wen- well. Wednesday Bury Market. It's amazing. Yeah, it and I took loads of shots. So these animated characters are on the background of Bury Market. <laughs> And I thought, this is such a great idea. And the two characters, and she's like dead nar- she's like a dead northern character. And yeah. the um the her the main character, Plinky Plonk, he only says Plinky Plonk. That's all he is ever that says. That's all he says. Then this is brilliant. Because he's like the downtrodden boyfriend who just goes Plinky Plonk. But he, he has to say it. <laughs> it's so hard to nail different expressions when all he can say is Plinky Plonk. I mean, you've got Well, that's why she's, plinky that's plonk. Why she's doing it to him, isn't so it? So you think, how do you say Plinky Plonk and feel like an exasperated man? Plinky Plonk would be that. Right. I'm gonna, oh, right. Say Plinky Plonk like uh, you're very pleased with the dinner I've given you. Plinky Plonk. Yeah. <laughs> that's slightly smug, I guess. I'd probably have to smug. retake that. Yeah, retake it. That was more like, you call this a dinner, that's Barbara. James Bond, I Plinky can cook better than this. I can cook better bread than this, Barbara. Calling that sourdough is Plinky Plonk, Barbara. Could you make us an animated version of this podcast like Ricky Gervais used to do? I would. Do you know what? I've thought about doing that in the past myself. Yeah. And it just, so I made this animation and I thought this is just such a great idea. And it, it's about three and a half minutes long. Right. And I got all the sounds from Bury Market and everything and did all the characters, animated it all myself. It's very basic. It's very nice and clean lines and stuff like that. It took me about oh. a month solid <laughs> right. outside of work and everything else. The bread making. Sat in a, <laughs> there was no bread then. No. Well, that's... This is my only vice then. <laughs> and to make a three-minute animation took me about a month. And to this day, it's had about 500 views. Oh. <laughs> so I'm telling you now, it is the most frustrating thing I think I've ever done in my life. But I love it. It exists. And that's about all that matters really What's for YouTube now. YouTube will find it. Steve Janiaski. <laughs> we're going to up it by two hey, views. Listen, listen, because before we came in, Paul was saying, is there anything you want plugging this? Steve says, well, I'm doing this jig and doing that. Let, let's plug this pig in animation. Yeah. <laughs> Set on Berry Market. We know these because says Plinky Plant. What does she say? What does she say? Mm. Everything. She says everything. Yeah, yeah. she's right. She, she's like a she's a female. She's not. It's like an urban female. Oh, Plinky Plant. What's what should we do? What's going on, love? That's how she sounds. I was inspired by you. you cheeky pig. <laughs> right. So. Get, let's get. Is there any way we can get that part we'll get on our link. website? We'll get a link to it somehow. Yeah. Come on, let's get them numbers up. <laughs> that, this lad spent a month doing it. Oh, Hashtag I'm telling you now. It was like because I was also learning. 
and you would think you would think oh i want the character to do this and you can see it in your mind and then you think how am i going to make that software (laughs) animate that character so then it's a day of looking through googling going through books and stuff just to make his arm go in the air and stuff it drives you mad i what i'm getting off you now is you're you're a fellow who's not afraid to learn new skills. There's lots of funny noises going on. Yes. Somebody hoovering. <laughs> it's just a shed, yeah. All right, what's going on? It's a little robot. Is it taking off? Yeah. Someone's picking Where are we going? Where are we? It sounds like Doctor <laughs> Don't say Doctor Who to Paul, he's obsessed. You said it. I know, but I'm taking it back. I never said the double, <laughs> I it out. Doctor W word. <laughs> so you're a self me- I know I didn't then set off then, didn't you? <laughs> but you're a self-made... Not a self-made man, but you, you, like you can teach yourself anything. Can't you? Have you not... Um, just YouTube. It's, for me, the most amazing thing for learning. Forget books, forget right. seminars, get on YouTube. Pretty much everything you ever want to learn <laughs> is on there already yeah. by, some, by, by some enthusiast, it's some super love. nerd. It is brilliant. It's, I just, I've become so obsessed with it. And, you know, you, I end up endlessly watching... The amount of sourdough videos I've seen. I'm not joking. I it's, bet you've been it's, it's what the kids say. It's fierce. I bet Seema's thrilled. Now, <laughs> what are you doing, Steve? Yeah, you're not looking at sourdough you know videos when you, again. When you can't sleep and it's three in the morning and you're watching a video on bread. Yeah. <laughs> and you shake the bed. She's like, what are you doing, Steve? You know what I'm doing? I'm watching She watching knows bread. that after the birth, there's no more bread of Bread watch. <laughs> bread watch, that's right. Now, I'm going to ask you a question because you talk about music and, and kind of skills. You said a couple of things, and I do like—I do think life's yin and yang, fen and shui, start skin hutch, things come together. Mm. And I've been looking only today to try and learn some skills for electric dance music dancing, because I'm going to be—I know, I know okay, skills. Like street I'm like, dancing. I'm like you. I'm interested in learning stuff. Yeah. I've been asked to do a thing. Do you know who Marshmallow is? Yes, I do, yeah. Right. Yeah, he yeah. has a bucket on his head, doesn't he, love? Well, it's supposed to be a marshmallow, but I know what you mean. It's a bucket, yeah. It is yeah. a bucket. Well, it's bucket on his head. <laughs> <laughs> but that name was taken. Is he supposed to be a bucket on his head, man? Buckethead's oh, a guitarist for someone else. Oh, something called Buckethead. Anyway. All right. Well, he's nice enough, fella, and he wears nice stuff. But somebody wants me to do a kind of a dance. No, it's not with a bucket. It's with a lampshade. And I thought, hmm. well, I'll have, a look at, I'll have a look at this stuff. And they're teaching... But men, how to dance, how to do the EDM, is how it's called. That's it, EDM, electronic dance and music. And I felt yeah. sorry for these lads. I was thinking, these lads at home thinking, I can't dance. And this fella's just teaching them, just saying, you know, leave one hand there and just lift one. You I feel it, don't was, you? I thought that was sad. I know we're looking for everything. But to learn how to socialise, Steve, do, do you think there's a limit to what... What we should be turning to social media for? What's happened to instinct? Just let myself go. Well, that's it. Finding the groove, isn't it? Yeah, that's what you're talking the, about. The I groove. Am talking it's about like, yeah, you know, when you listen to some music and you start moving. Yeah, that's like the we groove. are now. Come on, now I'm telling you now. We're doing our own thing in this shed and it's rocking. And I'm going to say ta to Steve now because I think we're going to start dancing. But what I think we've come to as a kind of conclusion, because it's lovely having a chat, is it's good to have all these electronic stuffs and you know and things to go and find out about stuff and Alexa 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 oh, Alexa oh no, I'm no. gonna drive her mad okay Google but what's right Google <laughs> what I really like is this having a good talk to somebody and a lovely lad like this with so many ideas you're Bless so you thank you thanks for having me on it's, it's been, been nice and you enjoyed it oh yes anything speedway everything speedway <laughs> 
So what about this animation thing then? Yeah, we'll find That's it. That's what we're pigging plugging. We'll find it. We'll find your YouTube. Have you got just the animation on YouTube? Is it this comedy and we have to wade through it? or? No. <laughs> there is. It's the silly thing is, um, a friend of mine, um, Stephen Grant, who's a comic down I in Brighton. I know Stephen, yeah. He he said he, his kids wanted to play Minecraft. Do you know yeah. that game Minecraft yeah. you heard of? I've heard of it. So yeah. now bearing in mind that this animation that took me a month has got 500 odd views. Now <laughs> yeah. check this is this is the ridiculousness of YouTube. <sighs> okay, so happen. Stephen said um, the kids have got Minecraft on the iPad right. and they don't know how to use it. Can anyone help? And I said I'll make you a video. So I've because I'd used it on the plane when we were trying flying doing gigs or whatever. Pass a bit of time. So I filmed over my shoulder, right, take them through. It's about an 11-minute instructional video of how you do it and just little tips on when you go mining and make your little wooden sticks with the flame on so you can see what's going on and all this stuff. 11 minutes long. It's got, so far, 37,000 views. <laughs> Right, thirty-seven thousand. Right, we was feeling sorry for you. And it was really well. <laughs> it's no, got, it's a gold mine. It's, I just, I, I don't get. You I, don't I, understand it. You mean? It doesn't matter. Don't ask why. Just go with it, love. Animation <laughs> Minecraft. That's what you need. But only from that, I've got like ten extra followers or something. So nice. there's thirty-seven thousand people watching it. Ten people are going. Oh, Matt, I quite like this I guy's stick. <laughs> at least they properly do like it. I think it's funny, isn't it? All this numbers so weird. game. Yeah. So Does weird. Does it make any sense? does it Steve so at the end of the day love we're just going to enjoy ourselves and I'm telling you what I've enjoyed talking to you and you're a good lad thank you and I do think though just try and cut back on the sourdough <laughs> alright that, that's from Seema she asked me to say that <laughs> happy birthday an happy birthday oh, thank love thank you very excited about our cycling day and stuff it should be fun I mean a little sourdough cake with the candles I know, in I with a little know. butter on the top <laughs> you know how to live love <laughs> he does he knows how to live thank you very much my lovely guest Steve Shanyaski thank you now, thank you, Stephen. He's got listen, he's going to the gym now. He's non-stop that lad. He's absolutely pigging brilliant. And do look at that animation. He's gone and he kept going on about the glee club and I was saying, Is there anything you want to push and stuff? And I was thinking, Piggin it, Barbara, you've got something to push. I'm at the glee club doing is this thing called Barbara Nice's Comedy Playground, where I'm kinda because you know Britain's got talent and all that. People have been saying, oh, come on, let's share some of the top the hits. The kind of things you've been doing over the last 25 years, Barbara. So I don't know how long the big show is going to last. So it's like some new stuff, some old stuff, like a wedding, really. And I've got a lovely guest. Her name's Kirsty Doody. And I met her at Ebden Bridge Pride, Happy Valley Pride. I took to her almost immediately. She is proper talented. She's a great musician. She is tip-top, piggin', brilliant. Come kids, 27th of October. Get your tickets. Selling fast. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.